What's going on, beautiful people? The Black Hokage here, aka TBH. And be honest, welcome back to my show, Hokage Thoughts. The show where ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube.com slash Hokage Thoughts. Today in which I'm recording is May 27th, 2022, and I told y'all I was gonna do my best to be consistent, so here's me trying to keep to my word. Uh, we're gonna be talking spicy in this episode, okay? Before we get into that, do me a favor. Rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're watching the video version of youtube.com slash Hokage Thoughts, be sure to hit the like button. Um, by you rating the show five stars or hitting the like button, it uh, moves my show up the algorithm, uh, which in tune brings in new listeners. Also, if you want to financially support the show, you don't have to, but if you want to send a donation, it never hurts. Uh, my cash app is dollar sign the black Hokage 08. If you're watching the video version at youtube.com slash the Hokage Thoughts, I'm pointing to it right now on the screen where it is. All right. Let's get into it, man. Another episode, another week. You know what I'm saying? I'm on bi-weekly stuff. For those unaware, uh, the week that I don't do a Hokage Thoughts, we do the GI podcast. So I'm bi-weekly. It's always going to be a new podcast. So make sure to check out the GI podcast, youtube.com slash GI updates. But yeah, uh, mental health update. Y'all seem to really like that I did that in the last show. So let me give y'all a quick little mental health update. What's going on with me now since the last show? Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm in a good mental space. I'm in a good mental space. And the reason being is... Uh, I broke down. I finally did it, y'all. I finally did it. Y'all, can you guess? Can you guess? If you're answering, you're stupid. But anyway, <laughs> answering the fucking the podcast like it's a Dora episode. He's over there, Dora. Uh, anyways, I'm feeling great because I broke down and I finally got YouTube Premium, y'all. I know, I know. That that's what's got you feeling good. Yeah, it is. If anybody knows, like I put out a tweet recently. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna bring it up on the screen, but I put out a tweet recently where I was talking about I'm about to lose my shit if I get the same ad again. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you don't use ad block and you don't have YouTube premium, there's a certain set of ads. There's two main ads that I, I was getting, but this one is specific. I got a lot and it was um, one about vaping and it was like, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's something it's, it's a black dude on it and it's something along the lines of, um, yeah, you know, vaping is really bad because it puts metal in your lungs. And then he takes a brief pause, right? And then he says, that's metal in your lungs. I'm gonna be honest, fuck that dude. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I mean, it's not his fault. He didn't write the script. What am I talking about? I mean, I like seeing black people doing good. You know, he got a job. I'm just saying like, God damn, did you have to accept that job? That one is annoying, bro. I'm every fucking five minutes. That's metal in your lungs. I'm like, we get it, bro. Smoking is bad. We get it. So I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. And there's another ad with a little girl uh, for like braces. I think it's for like Invisalign or something like that. They took the meme from TikTok where like uh, the girl was like, oh, girl, don't do it. And then she's like, I did it or some shit like that. They took that meme and they used it for like Invisalign. And she's like, I did it. I'm like, I'm tired of seeing that ad too. All that shit is fucking annoying. I'm, I don't. First of all, I thought you know these companies were collecting data on us or something and then we were supposed to be served ads that pertain to us i've never smoked or drank in my life why am i getting ads non-stop about metal in your lungs it would make more sense if i like if i had google searches because i mean google own, owns youtube it would make more sense if i had google searches about vaping and then they were serving me ads like hey you shouldn't vape especially if they have the data on the user where they're like below i don't know what is the smoking age like 18 i think i don't know i don't know shit about drugs uh, i think it is I, drinking is definitely 21 so smoking is 18 i believe um but like it would make more sense if like a minor was was like searching up like how to vape or whatever 
and then they had YouTube, and then you serve that that ad. It's metal in your lungs. That makes sense. I don't smoke. Why the fuck am I getting that damn ad? Um, so yeah, I broke down. I paid the twelve ninety nine. Uh, well, I mean, there's a three month trial, so I mean, who knows? I'll probably renew though, because I'm not gonna lie, I'm enjoying YouTube Premium. Uh, I mainly watch YouTube as my my source of like entertainment, because like I can just get a little quick, a little 10, 15 minute video in before bed or something like that, or like I got a foot massager, you know, after I like I do like a little jog or something, I'm massaging my feet. I can watch a quick little podcast or something like that. And YouTube Premium is nice too, because um, like I went to get lunch the other day and I had my AirPods in, looking rich as shit, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I've been looking rich. Anyway, now nah, I'm playing. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just sitting there, you know, with my AirPods in. I was listening to a podcast while I was eating lunch um, by myself because I'm lit. Um, don't be afraid to eat by yourself. Don't be afraid to go to the movies by yourself. It, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I was able to turn the screen off and like listen to it like such. A, I, you shouldn't have to pay for that, but it was nice. And then the fact that I'm not watching ads anymore, I'm like, it is what it is. I watch so much damn YouTube. I'm like, OK, I got YouTube premium. And then I, I, I seen some people like I tweeted about it. I seen some people talking about like, well, why don't you just use Adblock? Uh, and my, my thing is, A, I like to support creators as somebody who is a creator. I, you know, I like to practice what I preach. I like to support creators so I don't use Adblock on YouTube. I use it on everything else. But like, <laughs> like but i don't use it on fucking youtube um and then on top of that um even if i even if i had the option to use it i can't use adblock even if i wanted to in the first place because of how i watch youtube what i'm learning is because people are like, just use adblock what i'm learning is a lot of you sit at the computer and just stare at the monitor and watch youtube i didn't know that was a thing i don't watch youtube like that i watch it on my tv i watch it on my smart tv um i use the youtube app or i use my chromecast usually my chromecast because it's easier to connect to um and the reason i watch youtube like that because if you don't know with the chromecast you hit a button you connect to your tv right and then it lets you create a playlist so what i do is i go through my sub box and i'll literally just add 20 playlist videos to the playlist in my queue and the videos will just play back to back to back to back to back it's just a much more convenient way to watch youtube on the couch and there's no way to block ads from your tv there's no ad blocker on my fucking samsung tv okay um so yeah, I ended up getting YouTube Premium. So I'm I'm learning a lot of y'all just sit at the monitor. I didn't know that was still a thing, uh, and I don't think there's a way to add block ads on mobile either. I, I, there's some app people were telling me, but I looked the reviews up. I forgot the name of the app. I looked the reviews up. They weren't good. I was like, I'm just. It's just easier to just get YouTube Premium. Why am I talking about this for so damn long? We've been talking about it for like five minutes. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm in a great mental state mainly because I got YouTube Premium now, so I don't got to watch no more metal in your lungs. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching the video version, let me know in the comment section. Have you guys seen the black guy that talks about the metal in your lungs? Uh, are you and are you sick of him too? Uh, let me know in the comment section uh, below on the video version. YouTube.com/slash/OkageThoughts. Um, other thing though. Uh, not not as funny like a little bit more serious in terms of, like the mental health because people are like asking like what i thought like the world is like on fire man fucking inflation is through the roof joe biden's always asleep he doesn't know what the fuck's going on people forgot there's a war going on overseas and shit like um fucking rents through the roof like gas is through the roof like it's it's uh spooky times uh economists are talking about a recession is coming sooner than later i believe it it's been a while since we had one it's about that time they usually happen like every like 10 years or something like that anyway um so like it's it's about to people is about to get tested their bank accounts is definitely about to get tested um but like the the, the culmination of all that is like the combination there's been two mass shootings in like the last two weeks which is wild the one that went in that went down in buffalo and then one that recently went down in i believe texas it was a school shooting they killed like 14 kids and like a teacher or some shit like that um 
that shit, I'm like numb to that stuff, man. I'm like fucking numb to that stuff. It, it sucks to see that shit. Uh, and I always like struggle to like what to say because people are like, you should comment. I'm like, it's bad. I don't know like what else to say other than like, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of in the middle when it comes to like the gun control stuff. I'm not going to lie. When I when eventually I become a house owner, I do want to own a pistol uh, just to be able to like, just in case somebody pull up, you know, try to break into, I can hit him with that. Five, five, five. But um in terms of like the other stuff, I'm not gonna lie, the gun culture in America, like the gun shit, it, it's fucking weird. I don't get it. The gun nut crazy shit culture. Um, I don't understand why so many people feel the need to have military grade weapons in their house. And I don't know how these fucking weirdos keep getting their hands on them as well. Um, I think one of the things that's fascinating about America is, is, and like people as a whole is we understand the concept of character development, but we, 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 we tend to only understand it when we want to understand it. What I mean by that is um, it's like when the Second Amendment was made. Right. So the Second Amendment was the right to bear arms that was created to be able to stop the government and never if they ever get out of control, uh, which, you know, I agree with that. That should be a thing. The problem with the Second Amendment, though, is it was written in a time when flintlock pistols and fucking muskets were a thing. You know, when you when you when you shot one bullet and then you had to jerk your gun off for 10 minutes before you could fire another bullet off. Um I don't know why I did that jerking motion, but like, as if y'all don't know what that is, y'all know y'all beat y'all meat every day, you fucking creeps. Um, but now we're in a day and it, like, there's there's no way for the founding fathers to predict how far technology would have came where we're fucking, you can literally just unload a banana clip and just take out a whole block. There was no way for them to predict that. Uh, so the second amendment wasn't written for that shit. And I find it fascinating that we as human beings understand the concept of character development, how things need to change with the times where, but they don't want to do that for like guns. Um, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm not for like taking everybody's fucking guns away and shit like that. I think you still have the right to bear arms, but I'm like, yo, we got to do something about being able to make it not so easy to get hands on ARs and shit like that. And like, I just don't understand why people need military grains of weapons and shit to hunt deer and whatever the fuck you're doing. Um, so prayers go out to those families, man. Um, hopefully we figure out something to do. Cause like, I'm not gonna lie. This, this conversation is getting fucking old. This shit is gross. Uh, kids are dying like that. Like, just innocent little kids. It makes me uncomfortable even talking about this shit. Like, like this is still a fucking thing. Um, I, seen, I seen a TikTok of a dude from Ireland. He said that he remembered in 96, they had a mass shooting at an elementary school. A bunch of kids died. And then literally, like, the very next week, a bunch of laws were passed. And they've had zero school shootings in the last, like, since 1996. Uh, and he's like, I just don't understand what the issue is with fucking America. I... I don't get it. Uh, we understand character development for certain aspects, but we don't understand that, hey, maybe we should take a look at our constitution and make some adjustments where, you know, we don't necessarily take everything away, but like maybe we need to look at, you know, maybe something's a little bit too much for the average person, especially because a lot of y'all motherfuckers is weird and crazy. I'm not going to lie. Um, hug your family, your loved ones. You just never know when you leave when you leave the house, what's going to happen. Uh, and that's why I always tell people, you know, live life to the fullest because Tomorrow was never promised. You think you're safe because you live in a fucking safe neighborhood. But out here in L.A., man, the wolves is wilding, bro. Out here in L.A., on Melrose, if you've never been to L.A., like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, Santa Monica Boulevard, Melrose, like, that place is, like, real famous in the movies where they be shopping. They shooting niggas over there, bro. Real shit. Uh, like, I told my parents that shit. They was like, what? I'm like, it's, like, all over the... They fucking doing um, smashing smashing bangs, I think, where they, like, knock the glass and get some shit in, like, they shoot motherfuckers over there and shit. Like, they... And they shooting in broad daylight on very famous shopping. Like, and it's, like I said, the recession is coming. Like, 
it's it's a rough time uh economically um where the fuck was i even going i don't know it's a spooky time in america uh hug your loved ones um and i, I really hope we figure out this fucking mass shooting shit because i'm tired of it i'm not gonna lie i'm tired of it uh it's it's old let's move on to something a little bit more lighthearted though um what i've been watching last night i watched obi-wan kenobi it dropped on disney plus i don't even know what the fuck that was but uh that was that was translation that was that was that was real nigga shit for uh, that shit is lit bro uh i'm i'm gonna I'm do i'm gonna do like a full video on the i'm just saying youtube channel if you're unfamiliar i just dropped a new youtube channel uh youtube.com slash i'm just saying uh let me bring it up on the screen just something i promoted it in the last one but like you got to repeat yourself in this business man that's one of the things, one of my biggest problems I have. Like, I hate repeating myself, but like you, in order to get what you want out of people, you got to understand a lot of people don't be listening, but here, yeah, youtube.com slash I'm just saying, um, go check out the channel. I, I'm, I'm going to work on a video for that, but just kind of first impressions for the podcast, watch Kenobi, man. I'm not like a big Star Wars fan, but like that shit is a fucking movie, bro. It's movie quality. Like, I'm not going to hold you. We just talked about it on the last podcast, but um, was it CW's coming out with their own Gotham Knights TV show with uh, Nightwing, Red Robin, uh, Red Hood and Batgirl. I'm not going to lie, man. CW and your fucking like superhero shows, y'all going to have to step it up. The writing, the budget, the acting, everything across the board, bro. Because Disney Plus, HBO Max, these streaming services are killing it, bro. Like, that was the first thing I just could not get over. If you haven't, I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't worry about that. I could not get over, like, the production and fucking Kenobi, bro. And I see why they're calling it, like, a limited series. I don't know. how. Let's see. How many... How many episodes in Kenobi? I want to say it's like six because they said it's a limited. Yep, it's six. It's only going to be six episodes. This shit is a fucking movie, bro. It's like an extended movie in terms of the the, the visuals, the different planets that he's traveling to, the acting's on point. Um, I'm really enjoying it for what it is so far. Only the first two episodes dropped, but it's very grounded, very much about a man trying to find hope in things. Uh, check it out, man, if you have if you got Disney+. Plus. If you don't got Disney+, Plus, you know what it'll be. One, two three four five six seven eight nine ten see i know how to count to ten guys see <laughs> anyways uh yeah check out kenobi that shit is lit that shit is lit uh content updates did it that that since the last podcast actually this happened around the last podcast i think i forgot to just talk about it i don't even know if i talked about it i want a shorty award uh i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast if i did i apologize whatever i'm i'm old i'm, I'm forgetting shit um I want a shorty award. If you don't know what this is, uh, the shorty award is like one of the biggest um, award shows on. It's like Emmys, Oscars type shit for uh, the Internet. It's one of the few award shows I do know for like content creators or whatever. And it's been around for a while. I ended up winning one recently. Um, and the reason I won it is because I did. Um, I did a stream. Here's the article. I did a stream a few months ago for a show. There's a TV show on Amazon Prime um it's called uh fairfax drive and it's like a show about like making fun of hype beast culture and shit so i did a stream to kind of celebrate the launch of the show uh where they basically turned me into a vtuber like an animated version of myself and like whenever i would speak my mouth would move and like they would change my clothes out and shit like that And there's like a bunch of polls it was a really fun stream 
Um, did so good. Uh, we ended up having like 20, 30,000 people in the stream or something like that. Concurrent viewers. Um, and it did so good. I ended up winning an award for best augmented reality, like best VR stream or whatever. Uh, so shout out to the, for, to Amazon and Fairfax drive for like giving me that opportunity. Cause obviously this was a collaboration. It wasn't just me. Um, shout out to them. But as you see my name in the article and shit, uh, for making this happen, this was really dope. And this is, I, this is really going to help my case for me, helping me build my resume to try to get into that voice acting shit. So your boy won an award, uh, for whatever it's worth. I'm not, I, I didn't. I'm not too big like on awards, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Shout out to me. I appreciate everybody who came through to the stream, um, who watched the stream, supported. I appreciate everybody who came through, hits the like button, shows love. Um, I, I know most people who are watching like this podcast or listening to it, they're mainly from YouTube. They don't really come over to the Twitch. But like for the people that be complaining uh, on YouTube, like oh you all you focus on there's a reason why i focus on twitch is giving me way more opportunities than youtube and if you want to know something about life you got to get it in where you fit in um it's not about what people think is best for you it's about what you think is best for yourself um and if i didn't focus on twitch in the last five to eight years or whatever uh that wouldn't be on television so help me out do what's best for you man if your parents are saying you they don't want you to do x y and z but you truly feel that's good for you as long as you're working hard that's your business you a fucking adult at least i hope so if not don't listen to nothing I said. Fucking miners are crazy. Um, other thing, this was weird. This was fucking weird right here. Um, this is this is the my I this past week I got my most viral tweet I've ever had, and you know what pissed me off the most? There was a spelling mistake, and I was like, "You African Americans would make this shit go viral." So like, I made like a little joking tweet, and like I did not expect this shit to go viral. It's a quote. It's a um. It's a lyric from Jack Harlow's um, album, and like I'm paraphrasing it, but it's something along. I, he says on the album, "I know my grandpa would have had a heart attack if I didn't pull out a if I pulled out a hundred k, so I didn't pull out a hundred k." And then like it's a picture. If you can't see, come to the video version at YouTube.com/slash/Hokage Thoughts. But make sure to rate the audio version five stars before you come over. And then I posted the, the meme of me like taking off the, the headphones or whatever. Um, this shit got a hundred and one thousand likes, and it's still going up. I had to mute this fucking thing. Over 9,000 retweets, over 2,000 quote tweets. Fucking this whole thread. People, I was like, what I learned is I was like, yo, people really hate Jack Harlow. I didn't like, I didn't think the album was good, but I was like, I didn't think it was that damn bad. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Y'all really hate this dude, man. Uh, it's like, it's, I, I feel like if you watch my, I did a video on Jack Harlow. Uh, it's right here in the thread. Uh, the title of the video is Jack Harlow is on the clock. It's on my I'm Just Saying channel. And, like, I would like to think that I was being rather fair to him. Like, I didn't, like, shit on him. Like, I fucking hate Jack. I just explained why I think a lot of people weren't feeling his album and one of his biggest problems is. And, like, to kind of summarize it a little bit, basically it's the way that he positioned himself. Like, he even has a bar on the album, and I'm paraphrasing, something along the lines of um, the goats pull me aside to speak to me or some shit like that. Just very kind of prima donna vibes to where, like, you really get this vibe where he thinks that he's next. And, like, even the industry, I've seen people call him an industry plant. They've kind of propped him up as like the next guy. And then you drop this fucking album that was just like, eh. I wouldn't call it terrible, but it was definitely mediocre. It was definitely mediocre. A lot of corny bars. Um, and this shit ended up going viral. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Anytime I drop anything fucking positive and then motherfuckers be like, yo, you don't say nothing positive. Like, I'll give you an example. I literally just dropped a video about the fucking Rescue Rangers movie. Um and that video is like it's not gonna do as good. I can tell it's not gonna do as good as the other ones. Y'all didn't hear that. Uh, the, 
Uh, compared to uh, like the Jack Harlow video, this one might hit like 10,000 views. This is a brand new channel, by the way. Negative video. Uh, negative video about Sneakerella. Positive video about everything, everywhere, all at once. Like, it's funny because people will be like, yo, you don't put... you, you uh, 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 uh. I'm like, yo, I be trying to put people on to shit. People, the reality is the numbers don't lie. Motherfuckers don't care about that positive shit. And the thing is, like, people are going to produce products based off what the consumer wants. Y'all love it. Yeah, there's, what's that meme? I thrive off the negativity, bro. Hold up. Oh, that's y'all. And if this don't apply to you, if it don't apply, let it fly. But, like, yeah, it's like this meme. I thrive off negativity from the fucking history channel, bro. That's what a lot of y'all be on, bro. So it's like, I try to find a happy medium. I still try to make positive videos where, like, I talk about things that I like. But it seems like nobody gives a fuck when you talk about things that you like. Um, that shit is corny to a lot of people. But, you know, it is what it is. Check out that Jack Harlow video. Jack Harlow's on the clock. Um, it also kind of gave me an idea for a new series idea uh, for I'm Just Saying. Let me know in the comments section below. I talked about it on stream a little bit the other day. But one of the things that I did. So one of the things that, like, my strategy with the I'm Just Saying channel is, like, when I talk about movies and music, everybody does music reviews. Everybody does, you know, um, movie reviews or anime reviews. I try to attack it from an angle with comedic commentary, but also providing, like, perspective on life and why things are the way that they are. I think that's what separates, not, like, just me talking about the music. Um, but in there, I also broke down bars, like, specifically. Because anybody, anybody can call something whack. I like to, like, give examples of why I like something or I don't like something. Um, and in that I gave three examples of like, and I could have went, I could have, I could have quoted the whole damn album if I wanted to, but I gave like three whack bars from the album explaining why he's corny to me, um, just to like further illustrate what's the problem with the album. And then I was like, you know, I was like, I wonder since motherfuckers love that negative shit, people love hating. I was like, I wonder if it'd be a good series idea if I did a, um, series where I basically just broke down corny bars, bars that I find like fucking the corny bars of the month. Like all take all the new rap albums and just pick apart all the fucking albums bar for bar uh, and just poke fun at that shit. Because it's like, I don't want it to be serious either. Like, I don't want to be like this nigga trash. You know, he should he should fucking die because you know, like, nobody should die over no fucking rap bars, bro. Uh, just like poking fun at shit. I don't know. We'll see. It might be a new series idea. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm tired of talking about that content shit. I'm about to take a swig of this water. Fucking parched like a motherfucker. Y'all drink water today? Um, all right. So I'm about to get into these stories. We about to talk spicy. Um, just uh, <laughs> hold on to your britches, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if it's gonna be that spicy, actually. So, uh, and second in uh, second embarrassment. <sighs> I, I'm now nah, I'm secondhand embarrassment. In secondhand embarrassment news, uh, B Simone unfamiliar with this young lady i'm gonna play this clip in a second if you're unfamiliar with this young lady b simone i believe she's a comedian like an instagram comedian i don't know i seen some stuff on her i didn't really find it to be funny at all i believe she's on wilding out wilding out hasn't been funny to me in a while um since maybe like season two or three so i don't really watch it uh i believe she's known as a plagiarist uh i mean we could just let's see b simone plagiarist yep uh plagiarism she's known for plagiarizing books she's been accused allegedly i don't know if it's been proved but there's a lot of articles talking about how she plagiarizes the books that she wrote and i don't know if y'all can see that um so yeah known uh alleged plagiarist and comedian b simone um she recently i guess she has like a podcast or something because everybody has a podcast um and 
Smith. Uh, <laughs> and she had a clip recently that went viral because she was talking about Dr. Martin Luther King, you know, one of the heroes in the black community, uh, led the civil rights movement during the 60s. Um, pretty prominent person. He's He's got a holiday, you know, um, get the day off for that. Um, she had a clip that went viral from a recent podcast where basically she was saying that Dr. King wasn't shit, but I'm gonna let her speak for herself and then we're gonna talk about it. So like whether you're watching the video version or you're listening to the audio, you should be able to hear it. Just listen to this clip real quick via YouTube shorts. I was, I was able to find like a, a, a summarized version of it. Check it out. Martin Luther King is the man that fought for freedom or the fact that he was cheating on his wife. Jesus. I'm gonna give you this example. He's a great father, great businessman. He's a great CEO. He's an entrepreneur. He's such a boss. Look at that man, he's a boss. Look he's, at a, him. he's a great father. Look at him. A strong black man. He, look at him being at a look his at kid's him. game. But you're cheating on your wife. You're not a good husband. But he's great in all these other aspects. Not a good dad, because you don't respect me. How the fuck you show any with the father and you don't respect their mother? You're not a great dad, my nigga. I got <laughs> there's so much to unpack here. I got secondhand embarrassment watching this clip there's so many things you can say about this first and foremost um right off rip you would think that she would be canceled by the black community she called martin luther martin luther king a nigga like what <laughs> this shit is fucking wild bro and, and like i'm gonna be honest though, like i feel like if dudes would have did this shit dudes would got canceled but you know like chicks can just do whatever the fuck they want on the internet man uh she called martin luther king a nigga, bruh. I'm just like, okay, all right. But then we break down what she said. The gist of her argument is that Dr. Martin Luther King wasn't a good person because uh, supposedly he was cheating on his wife or whatever. So we can, first of all, we can unpack that. That was to my best. And somebody can correct me in the comment section to my knowledge, because I'm big on history. That was never proven to my knowledge, from my understanding. Um, the United States government, specifically the FBI, was doing um, co-op uh, behind-the-scenes investigations during the 50s, 60s, 70s on Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and the Black Panthers. Anybody who was a anybody who was a part of the Black uh, Empowerment Movement, the in, I, I got to be careful because government might snipe me. They they had their phones tapped basically, um, and the United States government. So here's the thing about Dr. Martin Luther King, right? White folks did really not like Dr. King until he died. Uh, before he died, a lot of them called him, and not all, so this don't apply, let it fly, but a lot, this is true, look this up. A lot of people called Dr. King a fucking communist because he was preaching about equality, basically. Because, I mean, that's kind of like the gist of ideology, like, bullshit. They were trying to just dismiss him or whatever. A lot of people didn't like Dr. King. So, because the government labeled him like a communist, they were trying to find ways to discredit him in the movement as much as possible. And one of the things that they did is they infiltrated the Black Panthers. There's a whole movie on this called The Black um, Judah and the Black Messiah. It's on HBO Max. Great film. Watch that if you have not, if you want to learn something about the Black Panthers. Um, they infiltrated the Black Panthers. They were wiretapping and planting things, trying to plant shit on Dr. King. And one of the things that the FBI claims they had um, tapes of 
was him talking to like another woman, I guess, and they were saying that he was like cheating or some shit like that. But these tapes have never came out. Nobody's seen them. If they were real, I mean, there's YouTube, you would think they'd come out. So from my knowledge, there's no actual proof that he was doing that, okay? And then also keep in mind, the FBI wanted to take him down because they thought he was a fucking communist because they didn't like that he was trying to get equal rights for black people. So keeping context matters, nuance matters understand the government was trying to discredit this man's image and there was no actual proof of this from my understanding and you're just running with that bullshit ass narrative and one more thing this is the last thing i'm going to say on this um I, I just think it's funny because like one of the memes that's going around on social media i see it mostly on tiktok and like twitter um a lot of, i see a lot of women make the joke that like never trust a man with like a podcast because i mean i'm not gonna lie there are some men out here with like shitty fucking opinions uh the shitty opinions on podcasts and shit like that but then there are some men that make very valid valid points but i think that's the difference between the average dude and the average chick like i can acknowledge like if 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 a woman says to me she had an issue with a man or she sees a podcast where a dude says something problematic like i'll agree like that shit is trash the difference is like chicks like have like this the same way the police have like this blue wall of silence chicks have like this pink wall of silence Whereas, like, if she's a part of the sisterhood, most of them were like, y'all got to stop defending these chicks, bro. She's an example of the dudes that chicks be talking about on social media. They be clowning them for having these shitty podcasts with these shitty fucking takes. That's a shitty take. Like, take her fucking microphone. That's the joke. Take these dudes' microphones away. Don't you should take her fucking microphone. She should not allow you to talk. She did not. And this is an, this is another prime example of what I'd be talking about. Of like the Internet as being a blessing and being a curse, because if the Internet didn't exist, she would not be allowed to call Dr. King a fucking nigga on a grand stage. Um, it's given a voice to the village idiot, bro. Um, and the unfortunate thing is there's a lot of village idiots. So if they see an, a village idiot speaking on a public platform they're gonna be like that's my leader and it's gonna amplify the voice of the village idiot now you got to sit there and debate back and forth and try to figure out what's white what's right and what's wrong man get that shit out of here dog that shit was whack uh normally i don't even talk like that that shit was whack bro i try to stay away from that foolishness but i was like dog i literally could not believe that clip and i'm like there are people defending that shit that she said i'm like wow fucking wow like you don't see this in other races i'm gonna say that you do not see this in the needs other other races seem to understand the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and i i saw that clip and i'm just like yo we is like the black community we got a lot of shit to work on this whole stick you can't preach about sticking together but then you, you put out clips like that against we don't even have a lot of leaders we don't have a lot of leaders in our community uh because most of them were killed off by that same fbi that was trying to uh frame him for cheating which is i was talking about earlier but you know what do i know just a guy on the internet right <laughs> anyways um let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. still kind of serious but we're still talking spicy um this is a trend i don't want to say it's a trend because i've only seen two people do it but it's enough for me to talk about it um let me switch over okay so there's a thing that's been going around on there's like a, a new trend on social media people be, i mean it's always been a thing but it's like it, it never got to like this level i think where people impersonate celebrities, people who look like celebrities impersonate them. Um, and you, you know why people do that. People are not happy with their own lives, so they they, they do whatever. Um, so there's a new trend. There's a one dude, I, I believe his, he goes by Perkyo. He looks kind of like, um, like Lil Durk. 
Uh, and he his his whole shtick on social media is he walks around pretending to be little dirt, taking pictures, acting like him, screaming OTF, doing everything but being himself. And then there's another dude who looks like a chubby version of Tra a Drake. He's a chubby Drake, basically. Um, he impersonates Drake. Um, but here's the thing, though, right? Normally, these impersonations would, at most, they would amount to, like, you'd see them walking around, like, L.A., and, like, they'd get a picture, and people like, oh, is that Drake or is that not? This nigga is doing, according to No Jumper, the fake Drake, a.k.a. Izzy Drake, is doing $10,000 shows right now and just dropped a song supposedly sounding like Drake. Let me see. I don't want this shit to be too loud. Actually, matter of fact, we're not going to promo this nigga's song. Fuck that. You don't get no free promo over here. We're just going to play the clip. Um, You got to pay, uh, especially because you're a fraud. Uh, this shit is just next level weird behavior, bro. Look at this. Look at this shit. Yo, I swear to God, if you're listening to the audio version, please come to youtube.com slash Hokage Thoughts and look at this shit. It's a 20, it's a 30s. He's in the club doing shows, acting like Dre, got the OVO like shirt on and shit, performing. And the shit that blows my mind is niggas are showing up to the club for this shit. Bitches is in the club for this shit. Look at this, bro. This is sad. Another fatherless child. I mean, I, on one hand, it's like, can I get mad at it because it's like he's just you know there's a market for it clearly and he's making money off of it. But then on the other hand, it's like where are we going in a society where people want to be famous so bad they're so not happy with their own life. Not only are you impersonating people, but you're now going to the club and getting paid to do this shit. Like at what point do you sit there and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, God damn, I'm lame. And then on top of that, what, there's no way to scale this business. At some point, Drake or Lil Durk is going to send a cease and desist letter for for fucking making money off their likeness because you could ruin their brand doing something stupid bro uh but this dude is like performing i'm like yo yo stay in your if you're a father stay in your child's life bro this shit is weird dude i do not fucking this nigga's really performing bro and they really bobbing in the club like yo it's lit fake drinking <laughs> and then and then on top of that this is the positive side of things right this is the positive he's able to make money off of this shit on the darker side of things um the, the the fake little dirk he got into some 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 danger a couple weeks ago because um you know for those you're aware little dirk and um snitch nine they have beef for uh because snitch nine disrespected king von you know who passed away he'd be making jokes and shit on social media so um dirkio met up with some youtuber and that was hanging out with snitch nine uh and then snitch nine basically pulled up on him and and set him up and and put um they recorded him putting a jack. They put a jacket on the fake little Dirk, and on the back of the jacket, it was a picture of um uh, King Von or whatever. And they were like trolling, just disrespecting him because he was dead or whatever. And you could visibly see that the, the fake little Dirk was uncomfortable. Like he's not a street dude. He's just some kid that looks like little Dirk and just thought maybe I can get some clout on social media if I act like little Dirk. But here's the thing, right? At least for the dude who's imitating Drake, like I mean Drake probably has like some little beast here and there, but no nothing crazy, right? Like he's not a street dude. Like Lil Dirk got some real, some real fucking beefs, bro. And it's like when you impersonate a person like that, you fucking inherit their actual beefs. And he found that out the hard way because vis look it up on YouTube. Visibly on camera, he was uncomfortable because he didn't know what Snitch Nine and his crew was gonna do to him. Um, so I was like, I, I say that to say, yo, fucking be yourself, man. It it be yourself. You do not. Is it really worth putting your life in danger? to impersonate another man especially because at some point you're gonna have to be yourself the more time you spend trying to be another man could have been spent 
the, the less time you're going to be spending developing yourself as a man, right? Like, imagine, okay, let's say he is able to sustain this, right? He's probably early 20s. That's what he looks like, the fake Drake. He gets into his 30s um, at that point because Drake is like, what, 33, 34? Drake is in his 40s at this point, right? On the timeline, this dude's in his 30s. Drake is probably not going to be as hot um, because everybody has their fall eventually. When you're when you're up that high, eventually you have to come down. I don't think ever he'll ever like straight fall off, but he'll be like Lil Wayne, right? Where, or Jay-Z, where he's just a legend in the game and like people acknowledge it. But is he the hottest thing? Because there is a difference. No. Uh, when Drake is no longer like the hottest thing in rap, what are you going to do, bro? You spent all of your fucking 20s pretending to be another man when you could have just been yourself and developed yourself. Now you have no job skills. You were just in the club. You're probably fatter. Like, what the entire fuck? I, I'm just saying, any fathers listening to this goddamn podcast, please love your children, bro. I don't know what is going on, bro. Where it's just like, gang, 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 Perkyo. That shit is weird, bro. What is What is the scaling model for that? I don't understand, like, do, are you going to start, like, a podcast, like, the fake Little Dirk podcast, like, has anybody ever really, does anybody really care what the fake Drake has to say, well, clearly, because he's getting, what do I know, I'm an idiot, what do I know, apparently Dr. King's a nigga, and, and fake Drake can get 10,000 a show, like, this is, the recession's coming, the world is on fucking fire right now, bro, this shit is weird behavior, I've been rambling fucking non-stop hold up let me uh, switch back to the goddamn podcast screen um but yeah that's 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 a weird story um positive story hell's kitchen it'll be defended it's back um disney recently announced that a uh, daredevil's coming back a series is in the work uh the dude who played matt murdoch uh charlie cox he will be returning which i mean is obvious because i mean if you saw spoilers if you didn't see no way home there was a scene at the beginning of the movie where spider-man needs a lawyer and um I think it was Benny the Butcher. He throws a brick through the window. And then um, Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Daredevil, he catches that brick with his bare hand and he whips it. He whips it. And then Spider-Man was like, God damn, I never seen nobody whip a brick like that before. But anyways, um, so yeah, new Daredevil series is moving forward at Disney Plus. With Variety having exclusively learned from sources that Matt Corman and Chris Ord are attached to writing and executive producing. Uh, rumors have persisted that sometime the Disney Plus series about the man without fear was in the works, especially concerning the two of the stars of the Netflix Daredevil. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to figure out, though, is this going to be. So here's the thing. Is this going to be a reboot or is this going to pick up where season three left off? I actually really hope this is not a reboot. They've done three seasons that were great. Just leave it alone and pick it up where it fucking left off. What I will say, though, is because this is coming to Disney Plus. So for those of you unaware, Disney Plus. And this is why people thought this it was rumored the show was going to come back. Up until about a month ago, Disney Plus did not have a mature rated section. It was PG-13 and below because Disney's trying to maintain this image. You know, Disney princesses and Marvel superheroes and shit and Star Wars. Um, but if you haven't seen Daredevil or you haven't seen The Punisher, they're very dark and gritty shows. That's why they worked on Netflix because they were true to the characters. Um... I'm really hoping that Disney Plus stays true to this grounded, street-level, grimy, bloody, just brawler type shit um and they added a mature section to disney plus so i think they're gonna do it but there's no way to confirm it uh, i think that's the quickest way to ruin the show if if it comes out that this is gonna be a pg-13 show and it's gonna be more in line with kind of like the mc mcu movies where like now they got you know charlie cox just saying all these quips and goofy shit it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the same i mean he can do that like a little bit but it's not gonna hit the same um i really i really hope they let it be what it is and kind of just flesh it out more give it more of a budget 
um the netflix had because disney them disney dollars is coming through i really hope they give it more of a budget and continue to build upon what was already there because what was there is a great foundation um it just needed a new home it just needed a new home so check out make sure to keep an eye the daredevil show is coming back um and i don't know why we are still talking about this news uh howard stern hates gamers nah. <laughs> uh howard stern is for those you unaware he's a he's basically a shock jock he was really popular in the 90s early 2000s um howard stern is baffled by amaris uh sleeping on twitch if you don't know who amaris is she's one of the most popular streamers on twitch um she basically sells sex uh, and she knows it. This is not me talking about shit like she knows it. She even said and I actually respect it. She even said like in what I forgot what interview it was, but she knows the time window for like her beauty is like limited and she's just trying to like capitalize on that shit. She know what the fuck she doing. Uh, and I can't be mad at anybody who's hustling the system because you simps keep paying for it. I don't knock the player I don't, uh, or whatever, whatever that fucking saying is. I'm tired. Fuck y'all. Uh, rate this shit five stars. Um, So uh the, the, the radio host and comedian <laughs> comedian howard stern turned into a broadcast from twitch star amareth and was left stunned after seeing that she was just sleeping um so basically he's upset that so for those unaware on twitch there's a there's a there's a thing that's i don't want to say it's popular but some people do it mostly chicks where they just sleep on stream um so first of all you're not even allowed to sleep on stream the only way, the, but they found a loophole because streamers are going to find a way to make money. Because the thing is, you can only make money and you only get viewers as long as you're live, right? Um, and streamers found a way to get around this. So you're not allowed to stream it. You're not allowed to stream yourself sleeping in the just chatting section or under any game. But if you're not under any category, basically, you're only just streaming straight to your followers. You can stream yourself sleeping. Um, so they found that lo loophole. And I guess she was streaming that herself sleeping. And he was just like, what the fuck, bro? And I get, and he's had other comments about like gamers saying, I don't understand why people watch gamers and shit like that. Um, so understand there's a market for this stuff. Do I agree with simps spending their money watching a chick sleep? No, it's fucking weird. I'm not going to lie. But I can't be mad that she's doing it because you simp ass motherfuckers keep paying for it, bro. You can't knock the hustle. You, the, whatever that fucking thing. I'm tired. God damn. Um, but it's like, and, and why are you, why are you even commenting on this shit, bro? I'm gonna be honest, bro. It, it's funny because he was like saying that she has no talent. Like, okay, I, I agree, but that's not the point, bro. That's not the point. Like, they use the word comedian Howard Stern. I'm gonna be honest, Howard Stern was never funny to me, bro. That's why I said we're talking spice. We're talking spicy today, bro. And like, don't take this as I have a personal problem with Howard Stern. I'm strictly talking about his content. I find it really fascinating that Howard Stern is going at Amber for saying that she's not. And don't think that I'm an Amber fan because I don't give a fuck about her either. I just think it's fat. It's, it's the it's the the pot calling the kettle black, basically. Like comedian Howard Stern, he's a shock jock, bro. If you've ever watched his content, a lot of it was really low brow. I personally never thought Howard Stern was funny, bro. A lot of his content, from what I remember early, and I don't know if it's like this now, but I'm strictly talking about from like the Howard Stone sh Stern show I remember watching as a kid. He used to make fun of like special ed people and like sh like little people. I don't want to say midget, you know, little people or whatever the fuck the word is. He used to make fun of those type of people, bro, like drug addicts, bringing on fucking hookers and shit like that, bro. It was all like shock jock and then like. You're sitting here talking like you're on this high horse, bro. Anybody can make a fucking fat joke, bro. It's n I don't want to say like you're making fun of special needs people. Like I don't understand what your fucking issue is talking about that you're you're these people are sleeping on stream. I can't believe people get paid to play video games and I'm like, bro, look what you do. Look what you do. And that's why I said this. <laughs> that's why I said look, you call the it's the the pot calling the kettle black or whatever. And I'm so tired of this fucking argument 
uh, people are like, I can't believe that people watch other people play video games and shit, bro. It's no different than watching somebody uh, play sports, bro. I'd actually, I'd actually argue it's more understandable why people watch other people play video games than people watch other people play sports. Like people watch, people watch other people play sports, right? Because most of you watch it because a it's entertaining, but then also people those those athletes are doing things that you can't do. You're living vicariously through them. On a, whether you want to acknowledge a lot on a subconscious level you are vicariously living through lebron james you wish that you was a six nine nigga dunking your balls in somebody else's mouth okay um that's the reality of the shit um and with gaming it's it's like people watch it because a it's entertaining if you're not a gamer you're not if you weren't a gamer in the first place you're not going to find gaming content entertaining but then b Gaming is fun to watch for some people because it's transformative work. Um, I take that back. I think I don't think sports is a great example. Maybe movies is a better example. Like um, when you when you when you watch a when you watch a gaming stream with somebody, the thing about video games is it's transformative work. So somebody can load up a copy of Elden Ring, and I can load up a copy of Elden Ring, and our playthroughs will be completely different. Same thing with Cyberpunk, The Witcher, Mass Effect, whatever fucking video game, sports games, pretty much any game, because it's all based off what the the player is doing, right? And the reason people watch that is because they want to see the different experiences people have. They're living vicariously through you, just like sports. But then also they're 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 doing it to learn, right? So like, <clears throat> you watch a lot of people watch sports because those athletes are doing things that they can't personally do. But when somebody watches a video game stream, you know deep down you can do that, and you're watching them to learn how to do it. So like, people watch high level players play CS:GO or Fortnite or Call of Duty or Apex because they're looking at and they're trying to learn strategies and how they can implement and make themselves better. It's transformative work. That's why it's entertaining. It's it's also it's just shooting the shit with the boys. Um, so like I'm personally just kind of tired of this conversation. I just find it interesting that it's coming from like I get the, the sleeping is an extreme example, but like just the still what the fuck is Twitch type shit. I'm like, dude, I don't know if y'all remember Howard Stern, but like this dude used to make fun of special needs people. I'm like, dude, you're not. That's like and I'm, this is coming from a troll. That is such low-hanging fruit comedy, bro. I don't. Even, I wouldn't even define it as fucking comedy. Like, that shit's whack. Um, so, like, I get it. But as long as as long as simp's are willing to pay, and that's a whole different conversation on why dudes are willing to watch a woman go to fucking sleep on Twitch. That that's because a lot of dudes is just not getting pussy. If if pussy was evenly distributed across the board. Uh, there was <laughs> socialist pussy. <laughs> oh, let me start with you. Uh, if pussy was evenly distributed and more men were getting pussy, this would never be a fucking issue. That's a whole thing with like the dating market. And I mean, that's whether you agree with it or not, because I've seen some people say in the comment section, they didn't like some of the things that I was saying about the, the Kevin Sanderson. Whether you want to agree with it or not, there is a problem in the a dating market. Um, fucking there are more women on earth than there are men. But most of the women are chasing are chasing the same dudes. A lot of dudes are not getting pussy. Um, and if that wasn't the case, OnlyFans wouldn't be a thing. Pornhub wouldn't be so fucking big. Watching e-girls on fucking Twitch wouldn't be such a thing. But dudes are so driven by their dick, by their testosterone, being able to get some coochie. It is a great feeling. I'm not going to lie. Um, they just they have to experience it. They're willing to go to any extremes, any lengths. Uh, and I think some of it has to do with the fact that like for like Twitch streams, dudes who are simps, if I could put myself in their shoes, they do it in the OnlyFans as well because it'll, it, it makes them feel like they have some type of girlfriend, right? Like you can pay this chick five dollars and she'll do a squat. 
because uh, in their brain, for some reason, that equates to some type of relationship or something like that. So it's the customization versus more traditional porn and just watching people have sex. That's a whole different conversation. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Howard Stern is mad at Amrith for sleeping on stream. I say get your money, bro. Don't be mad. Don't be mad at the person who's making the money. Be mad at the people who are fucking buying the product, bro. You need to have we need to have a conversation about what's going on with men in society today and how can we improve that if this if this bothers you so fucking much. Otherwise, I I I mind my business. Whatever, bro. Um let's move on to the next topic. I'm tired of talking about the guy who makes fun of special needs people. Uh but 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 gonna take a swig of this water, gonna take a swig of this water. Um Oh man, I seen a quote. I'm not gonna touch on this too much. I seen a quote on TikTok. Um, it was it was it was it was some people waiting in line for the launch of some Call of Duty game back in the early 2000s or whatever, and then the the quote was like, "I wish I knew I was in the good old days when it was happening. Like I would have cherished it more." It was something along those lines. I was like, "Yeah, that's real shit, bro." Like you, and and it kind of goes back to what I was saying at the top of the the top of the podcast, like. You know, cherish the people that's around you. Cherish your friends if you have them around you. Enjoy the moments. They might not be here tomorrow. Um, you, you could be in the good old days right now. Although it is, the recession's coming. I don't know. But you could be in the good old days right now, and you would not even know it. So, like, you know, cherish every moment. You know, try not to be too grumpy about things that you can't control. And appreciate it, because there's going to come a day where you look back, and it's like, damn, man, I wish those days. I miss those days when we was playing, you know, Black Ops 2, getting hella kill streaks and shit like that. Like, that feeling when you play Call of Duty, like, it's not the same anymore compared to when we were younger. Some of that is cause, just because you were young, but also because the game was a whole lot better. And that can apply to a lot of different things in life. Um, but yeah, that, that shit hit different. I was like, man, if, if you let me know in the comment section, if you knew if you could find a way to where you knew that you were in the good old days, would you cherish it more? Or do you think people should just, you know, cherish shit, period? Um, yeah, food for thought. Uh, next next story, next story. In nasty motherfucker news, uh, PAX East, PAX East Enforcer. For those of you who know where PAX is, um, Penny Arcade Expo. It's, um, it's basically Diet E3. Uh, it's a place where gamers and fans of games and game developers come together in Boston every year. There's also one in Seattle, I believe, for PAX West, somewhere in, on the West Coast. Uh, usually, it's it's a more it's like a it's diet E3, meaning that usually there's more indie games there. There'll usually be like maybe one or two big game reveals, but it's mostly indie games there. It's 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 fun fact. If you want to be a content creator, it's a great place to get started in terms of trying to get your feet in the industry, um, because it's more indie developers there. Um, a lot of times as content creators, people try to skip steps, but you can't skip steps. This is this is how I started. Like go to fucking packs. Talk to these indie developers because a lot of them end up at bigger companies later down the road. Be nice to everybody. Interview people. Get the exclusive on games. They, you can get the exclusive on a game that nobody knows and it might blow up on YouTube. And next thing you know, you get the clout because of it because you put people on. You see what I'm saying? This is a great way to get your foot in the industry. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a convention. Games, smaller games, whatever. Um, so the PAX East Enforcer dies from COVID after being exposed during the convention. And this shit was wild to me because I had heard from somebody who actually went, who, was, who had boots on the ground like Call of Duty. Um, they actually went to PAX East and they told me that like half the fucking building got uh, COVID uh, from that shit. And I'm like, listen, man, just because you're over COVID doesn't mean it doesn't still exist. OK, guys, uh, wash your fucking hands. That's why I put this article up. Wash your goddamn hands. But this shit is wild because the PAX East enforcer of COVID, the guy 
that was supposed to be like, yo, if he saw you with your mask on, put your fucking mask on. That guy, he died from COVID. And from my understanding, it was a lot of nasty ass motherfuckers that wasn't washing their hands. And that's the reason why. And like, I've seen it firsthand. Um, still, like when I be in the store, like I go to the bathroom, I see people that don't wash their hands or like, uh, like Costco just be touching everything and shit like that. Um, I put this in the group chat because um, the boys wanted to go to a convention this year. They wanted to go to PAX West because uh, they was like, man, it's been three years. Like I said, everybody's kind of over COVID. I understand it. I understand it. But, you know, that doesn't change the fact that you still got to protect yourself. Because um, at some point you do have to adapt and you, you can't just be cooped up in the house. But they wanted to go to a convention and I'm still personally against. I wasn't trying to go. I'm still personally against like large gatherings. I do like small gatherings at most uh, with people that I know. Um, and they was like, oh, fuck that. No, nah, we don't want to go that bad. I think TwitchCon is going to be worse this year. Because Twitch streamers are fucking disgusting, bro. You guys don't wash your ass, man. Um, just be careful. If you choose to go to one of these conventions this year or in the coming years, please be careful. Wash your hands. Wear gloves. Keep uh, hand sanitizer on your keychain. I know I do. On your lanyard. They give you a lanyard, bro. Bring some fucking hand sanitizer. And I do it everywhere I go. Like I, For me, I guess for some people, it's just hard for them to adapt because they've been nasty motherfuckers their entire life. But for me, I always kick the... Um, I always kick the the thing that flushes the toilet, the um the, the button that flushes the toilet. I've never touched that with my hands. I rarely touch door handles. If I can push a door with my back, I will. Um, if I have to touch a handle to pull it, I'll usually like wrap my hand in my shirt or something like that and pull it to protect myself. And then right after I touch any surface, any fucking surface, whether it's escalator, door, whatever, I pull out the hand sanitizer. And I've always been that way since before COVID. But the thing is like, everybody needs to be that way so that we can try to curve this thing and i think it's hard for people to break their nasty ass habits and this is why you're still having outbreaks and prominent people at conventions passing away so just just be careful man because man like i would like to see the world get better man fucking inflation through the roof man gas prices and shit fucking you got mass shootings at least can y'all at least just wash your hands man there's certain things that y'all can't control and i understand that shit is depressing but what you can control is wash your hands and do it correctly okay a bird bath is not washing your hands the way you properly wash your hands is you turn the water on you wait till it's warm you wet your hands you put some soap on it then you lather your hands together for 20 seconds you know how long that is sing happy birthday happy birthday and not fast happy birthday to if you have an apple watch if you got money if you're rich if you have an apple watch there's literally a setting on the apple watch that when you start moving your hands like it it detects that you're washing your hands it'll have a timer use that shit turn it on because i'm sick of this shit bro at this at what point do we as human beings blame ourselves like it's not stop blaming fucking government you just don't wash your ass you just don't you're nasty before dinner you know y'all know what i'm talking about you know you're guilty that's right hang your fucking head bro your mama call you in for fucking dinner. You just, you've been rolling in the dirt like a goddamn pig. And she like, come get some of this goddamn chicken and pasta or some shit like that. And you come over for dinner and you just fucking put your hands in the pot and stop being nasty, bro. I can't tell you how many times I've been in the fucking gym and I seen somebody play with his little pecker and then he just walks out. Not play, but you know, take a pee. And then he just fucking, well, I'm like, bro, you just touched your dick. You probably got pee on your hands. And then they go lift the weights. That's what I'm saying at, at, at bare minimum. At bare minimum, if you, what you can do, you can't control whether or not people wash their ass, but what you can do is you can put fucking hand sanitizer on your keychain, in your backpack, something, and use it anytime you touch a surface. Protect yourself at, by any means necessary. People are out here still dying, but people are still acting like it doesn't exist.
I don't think that you should live your life in fear. Like I kind of stopped that, um, but I do still protect myself at all costs. Um, one of the things that I like about working at G4 is they're very professional. I get tested every day that I have to go to the studio. So usually I get tested three times a week because two days out of the week, I usually work remotely. Like you just take meetings and stuff like that. But the days where I have to go into the studio and shoot content or do a stream, they test you. I get tested several times a week. Um, so they're very professional. They don't play that shit. Um, I wish more companies would adopt this if you want, because I am I read an article that more companies want people to start coming back in, which I don't know why is, is a thing. Although I'm starting to see also companies are allowing people to stay home for less pay. Um, so people are like moving to Texas and like Florida and just working remotely. Uh, I'm liking that there's options. I just I just need y'all to wash your ass. I feel like this is a very redundant thing that I, I talk about a lot, but I just can't stress it enough, man. Get a wash your hands, get a good cologne, take a good shower, you know, brush your teeth. These are things that your mother, mother and your father should have taught you. Just like you should be yourself. We talked about that earlier. You should be yourself. You should have good hygiene. Good hygiene is the key to getting rid of all this shit, bro. Uh, is going to a festival and hearing the latest little pump song that fucking important to y'all that y'all can't wash y'all ass? I don't get it, man. Um, so RIP to this dude, man. Um, be careful out there. Just know that if you're going to be in these large gatherings, you're risking your health. And you have to ask yourself, is it worth, you know, missing time off of work or, you know, potentially getting some of my loved ones sick, especially if you have older people, um, if you have older people like uh, la, 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 in your family, they can get sick much easier because their immune system is compromised. Um, and is it also is it worth it to go see some of these games at PAX? These are like little I'm not going to lie. Most of them are like little shitty 2D side scrolling games and shit. You did you risk your health for that, for that, for Bubsy, for Bubsy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just some food for thought. Just some food for thought. Um. Oh yeah, and there was also a monkeypox update. I forgot. I didn't, I'm not gonna bring that article up because there was a picture of that. And that shit looks gross. Uh, I don't even have to explain what monkeypox is. That shit just sound gross, don't it? And why? Because motherfuckers don't wash their ass. We had a monkeypox case in America. The goddamn Planet of the Apes is happening out here. Y'all need to be careful out here, man. Um, I saw this TikTok too. This one was really interesting. Hold up. Oh, just I don't, for, see, a, just, I don't see a lot of just people for context, talking about, about it. Like, and I don't know how many of you are ready for what I'm about to say. I think many of us have become increasingly isolated, living in performative bubbles that we have built to have an ecosystem of control. Self-love, self-care, self-development, self-made, self-ish. It's easy to be the best of everything in a room of one person. It's easy to have peace in a room of Facts. one person. But what happens when we open the door to the threat and the uncertainty of other people? Can we share our toys? Can we make room for their experiences and habits? A lot of the time, no. So maybe some of us are coping with our lack of love and community and our inability to build healthy relationships by building our walls nice and high so we're never challenged. We would rather play pseudo-sovereign God and make nice posts on the internet and have pets and plants instead of people because they won't leave us and they have no say. But what do you think? Facts. Eating, eating I nice, agree. Shout out, shout out to this brother. What is his name? Levi Washington on uh, TikTok. I completely agree with what he said. That shit came across my For You page. That's the shit I be talking about. Um, like people be living in echo chambers and shit. And then like they be sitting on instead of actually doing and you see this a lot in like the red pill content. 
people be calling in talking about I healed and all this other shit. Did you actually heal? What did you do to, did you do any type of self-reflection? I've learned a lot of people don't do any type of self-reflection. So then what happens is they create an echo chamber of these ideas and then they wear their trauma like a badge of honor and then they somehow flip it into I healed. And I'm like, instead of actually doing the work and actually doing, um, and that's why, like, that's why I always say like some of the stuff that I've been through, like, I always look back and I'm like, okay, that was my fault. I should have did this, that, and the third, I should have set boundaries here and there. Like people don't do that where they self-reflect. Okay. I know going forward, I don't need to deal with this, that, and the third anymore other to maintain proper, healthy, um, mental health or whatever. Uh, but so many people just live in a fucking echo chamber and then talk about they healing. It's like you didn't you literally didn't do anything. And then you I, I heard a, a one phrase that I really needed to hear like over the last two years was um, shout out to Kai. She had said it to me. She was like, whatever you believe in the universe, God or whatever, they send you the same lesson until you learn it. And I was like, yo, that shit like hit different. I was like, I didn't even get mad. Like I needed to hear that because one reoccurring thing that's happened to me is most chaos that's happened in my life is because I allowed it. I didn't respect my own boundaries. When I'm the most happiest is when I respect my own boundaries. But you know, some the human element gets involved with things. And this is my kind of my problem with some of that red pill content. People they be acting like being a human is not a thing. Like I'm a hard ass, but if I really like you, which is hard, it's hard to get through the armor. But if I really like you, sometimes I'll let stuff slide. Um, and it's like when I didn't respect my boundaries that's when chaos was welcome into my life because a lot of fuck shit came along with that that i should have never allowed and now i'm like really stern about supers like a lot of shit but people most people don't sit back and think about that type of stuff that affects them right um instead they just like he said they go on social media they they post these little quotes that sound good uh, and then they wonder why they keep ending up with the same people or they end up alone we're seeing that even more i'm sorry like this trend I'm a dog mom. I'm a cat dad. I've seen that. Bro. I've seen that on TikTok. I've seen niggas talk about I'm a cat dad. Nigga, what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you can love your pet and shit, but what the fuck are you talking about? I'm a mom, dog, and a cat dad, bro. That shit is weird behavior. That is you refusing. Because here's the thing. In order to grow, you have to accept that certain things are going to challenge you. If you want to have proper relationships in your life, and we as humans... We, 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 we have to have relationships in order to fucking properly function. I mean, maybe not you. I'm, I have no problem admitting that I like, I like people. Um, and usually happiness is derived from having a tribe. When you don't have a tribe, you're going to sink into a mean depression. And that's why I think in the next 10 years, you're going to see a lot of content creators, influencers, or people, just regular people who are obsessed with fucking social media they are gonna have crazy mental breakdowns because nothing is real in their fucking world, bro. They haven't done any type of growth. You can't tell these people shit. Their world revolves around likes and all this other shit, not real life stuff. And then they wonder why they're not fucking happy, bro. So be prepared for it. It's good. It's gonna, it's so many. And this is one of the reasons why it's also hard to date too, because it's so many unhealthy. It's so many unhealthy, mentally unhealthy people, bro. Men and women. Like This is not even like a gender thing, bro. It's a lot of dudes out here that fucking talking about some chick that did him dirty back in the fucking seventh grade. You still holding on to that shit. Every bitch ain't shit, bro. You you ain't even been on a real date. That was some chick in the seventh grade. What are you talking about, bro? Then you got <laughs> you got chicks out here that only date Pookies and Ray Rays, but then they say all men ain't shit uh, and they're traumatized, been ran through by 30 niggas. Uh, got a bunch of fucking psychological damage and now they talking about they celibate at 35 as if it <laughs> like anyways <laughs> i don't know man like if, if you're going through something you know if you can if you can't afford therapy seek it 
if you can't at bare minimum sit down with somebody who cares about you to help them so that maybe they can help you unpack some stuff and because sometimes you need an outside source to help you spot things that maybe you don't see about yourself um but that that requires talking to people that requires having conversations that are going to challenge the way that you think um i was talking about character development earlier it's like character development is not cool anymore it's like a lot of people just seem to think that they're born ready and to be honest most of y'all are broke so i don't know what the fuck y'all be talking about be going broke trying to look rich uh for the goddamn internet there's so many i'm i'm rambling all over the fucking place. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Shout out to that dude in his TikTok. All right. Um, it's time to get into the Q&A section of the podcast. I know this is a lot of people's favorite. This is where the part where you guys ask me questions and shit and I answer them and shit and stuff. Um, but I'm going to take a sick of this, swig of this water real quick. Hold on, y'all. Ugh. Okay. So, Q&A section of the podcast. If you've never made it to the end of the podcast, this is where I... Um, Follow me on Twitter. I take questions on Twitter. I've been posting on the community tab on at youtube.com slash Hokage Thoughts. A lot of people didn't respond to it. I get a better response on Twitter, so make sure to follow me on Twitter. Uh, before I record a show, I always um, say, hey, I'm working on show notes for the next podcast. If you guys have any questions, uh, let me know, and uh, I answer them to the best of my ability. So follow me on Twitter at the Black Hokage. And I also say that as a disclaimer, I am not a relationship, a life guru. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm just some guy on the internet. I do not have my third eye open. I am not uh, the all-seeing eye. These are people just asking me questions, and this is me trying to answer them to the best of my ability so you can do whatever the fuck you want with this information. Um, so, first question comes from literally everybody. It was a lot on... I remember when I announced I was coming back with Hokage Thoughts on my community tab at YouTube on YouTube. Uh, a lot of people asked me this question. I saw it in the comment section of the last podcast. Uh, I've seen a lot of people respond to my tweet asking this question, so I'm going to address this here. Uh, and then I'm going to never address it again. And also, I would appreciate if people could do me a favor after I address this question. If you see anybody in the comment section asking about this or you see a tweet about it, just respond to them and tell them what I said on this damn podcast or lengthen this podcast. So the question that everyone, a lot of people have been asking is, is loosely outlined. My podcast is loosely outlined. Is that coming back? The answer is no. Um, I don't want to say n absolutely never, but it's about a 99.999% chance it'll never come back. Uh, reason being, I'm focused on myself. Uh, I'm focused on my platforms. Uh, I'm focused on increasing my visibility. That's where I am at mentally right now. I know that a lot of people like it, and that's why they were asking about it. But that comes with its own certain set of things uh, that right now I don't have the time or energy to focus on. Uh, so the answer is it probably will never come back. Uh, I am focused on myself. I'm looking for somebody to help me. I'm tired of helping other people. Uh, but yeah, that is my answer. It ain't coming back. Uh, I'm focused on my own platforms. Next question uh, comes from Josh. And he says, what are your thoughts on Walmart's Juneteenth ice cream? I didn't even know this is a thing until you asked this question. That's wild that I, I missed this story. So I appreciate you uh, asking this one. So for those of you unaware that, that live under a rock, because not everybody who listens to this podcast is, is black. They might not know what Juneteenth is. Uh, no, I can spell it wrong. <laughs> uh, Juneteenth is a holiday celebrated on the 19th of June to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the United States. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared uh, free under the terms of 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. So basically, it's black people in America's Freedom Day. Is this shit popping up, bro. 
God damn, I hate when fucking updates pop up. Anyway, uh, it's basically Black People in America's Freedom Day. It's like Black People Cinco de Mayo, basically, or Type B. Um, uh, yeah, because the founding fathers, you know, <laughs> remember what I was talking about? Like, there's a lot of the founding motherfuckers was weird. They act like the founding fathers were like perfect. Kind of going back to that conversation I was talking about with like the Second Amendment and like how they, they wrote that law for like flintlock pistols and, and muskets and shit like that. People act like the founding fathers are perfect. These niggas own slaves, bro. Like, <laughs> like they did wrong, guys. <laughs> they did wrong. Their word is not the goddamn law. They everything that they did. Sure, they were ahead of their time on some of the things that they wrote in the Declaration of Independence and fucking the, the commandments and all that shit. Uh, Bill of Rights and all that bullshit, but they're not perfect. Uh, so a lot of black people, what what a lot of like white Americans consider uh, their day of freedom, July 4th, black people really don't look at it like that. Like it, it's been a thing in the black community, the Juneteenth. It's just recently, like in the last two years, I think it recently became mainstream. I think like white America discovered it or something like that. They didn't know that black people uh, celebrated this and kind of like mainstream media has been ran running with it. And I think it, it became um, an official holiday, um, Juneteenth. So uh, apparently Walmart uh, got some ice cream, I guess. They made some Juneteenth ice cream because, I mean, Juneteenth is coming up the 19th of June. Um, and I guess the black community was like pissed off because Walmart is trying to celebrate Juneteenth with like ice cream. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Um on one hand like i understand like it feels like they're you know they it basically feels like white folks just discovered this even though like i said black people have been celebrating this for the longest um and now they're trying to capitalize off of it uh by making this freedom ice cream <laughs> this shit is mad tacky but then on the other hand of me like i guess because i'm like a little bit of like a pessimist too like i'm like i'm like why are we so surprised i get for me okay so i've never wanted a seat at the table I can't stress that enough. I don't want to seat at the table. If people, I, I fuck with people who fuck with me, but like I, 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 so I, from my perspective, I never cared. What, why are people surprised? I guess why are y'all surprised they doing this tacky shit, bro? Look what they did to get jiggy with it. We already talked about that. Look what they did to getting jiggy with it. Black people like to act like getting jiggy with it was not a fucking black national treasure. Okay. White folks discovered that shit, and we was like, oh, no. It, it's the same thing. Like, why are you surprised? They love to colonize everything. Now they colonize in Juneteenth, bruh. Uh, <laughs> this shit is weird. I mean, they do it They do it for fucking Cinco de Mayo, too. Like, and so, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm indifferent about it. Like, I don't really care that much. It is what it is. I'm not, I'm not surprised by any type of colonization, okay? I'm not surprised by any type of colonization. Um... Next question comes from Mysterious Cup, and he says, what's your favorite speech uh, that you go back to for, like, motivation and listen to? Uh, the one like that, that I came up with off the top of my head was uh, from Eric Thomas. I don't know what he did before he was a motivational speaker. I want to say he was, like, a football coach or something because he's got that energy. that he's Not coach, but, like, player. He's got a football player energy. Let me see. I'm going to Google this dude, Eric Thomas. I should have Googled it beforehand. Uh... Yeah, motivational speaker is popular on YouTube. Uh, was he a football player? But, uh, but yeah, he says he was a former football player. Uh, he played for oh, he played nine seasons for the Bengals, New York Jets, and Denver Broncos. He went to the Pro Bowl. Oh, he was actually nice. I don't, I don't watch. Don't judge me, y'all. I don't watch fucking NFL, bro. I, I, I have this whole thing about NFL football. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, but yeah, a former um, NFL player went to the Pro Bowl. 
he has a speech uh how bad do you um it's on youtube here let me this is one of my favorite speeches it's 14 minutes long um there's a bar in it that like that, that like always resonated with me where he was talking about um you gotta want it as much as you as you want to breathe basically that kind of resonated with me because that's how i'd be feeling like people and that's why i i like my whole life i've been kind of called labeled crazy uh because like like my mom said like i have a very strong will uh like i just don't quit basically like i'm there's that saying that too stubborn to die that's basically me uh and like that resonated with me because that's that's how i feel like a lot of people say they want to be successful in whatever it is that they want to do but like they kind of sort of want it they don't really want it and like i can usually identify that's why i think i talked about it on the last podcast i can usually identify which content creators are going to pop off and every single one that i've like i've shouted out has always popped off i can there's there's certain traits in people who want to be successful you can see it uh and as a successful person i can see it in other people so i try to align myself with those because iron sharp iron sharpens iron those are the type of people that you want to be around so that was the bar that kind of stood out to me but i mean it's a whole 14 minute speech it's very motivational he has like a very intense energy where he was just talking about you got to want it as much as you want to breathe um instead of all the damn cheeto puffs y'all be breathing in while watching obi-wan kenobi which i need to watch because that shit is lit get out the fucking couch and do something with your life bro i love that shit when people be coming to my stream and be like hey man i haven't been coming through to the stream because literally somebody did it last night haven't been coming through to the stream lately because i just been focusing on my purpose he's like i recently just got a promotion he's like i'm making six figures now that's that's the shit i like to hear bro that's the shit i like to hear where people get on their purpose and like we need more quality men to get out here and get it you feel me get that money you know what i'm saying drive them foreigns you know what i'm saying buddy's these hoes you feel me um but we don't love them we don't love them you know the rules uh <laughs> next question i don't know how to pronounce your name it's a-r-i-a-t-s-u aritsu i think that, that japanese shit um he says, a big thing I've been hearing from my peers and people around me is that it's too hard to move up in life. They always talk about living paycheck to paycheck and how the government needs to fix it. But I always feel like that was a you problem. What's your take on it? I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm usually in the middle. I'm on the middle on a lot of things. I'm not on the on. The, I'm not on the fence ass nigga. Like there's certain things that like I, I stand. But then I, I often find that the truth is in the middle. I try to be unbiased and calm and collected about a lot of things. Um, the What I mean by like racism is a real problem um fucking discrimination is a real problem um favoritism nepotism those are those are real problems um but then on the flip side you also have to i victimization victimhood is a real thing too I, th I do think a lot of people don't realize that they they like to play the role of the victim so like um i had this epiphany the other day like right so there's a, there's a company recently that i got i'm i'm sponsored by and they cut a fat ass check um and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna say the name of the company but like they did me dirty and the reason i'm not gonna say the name of the company is because that person might not even work with them anymore um but like six seven years ago they did me dirty uh and i'm not gonna say what they did but like i got racially profiled uh i got i got hit with the you're not supposed to be here type beat um to my face and i got people to back me up that saw it but um I, I could have took that and I could have like just been down and be like, oh, you know, I worked really hard. I'm at this event. They told me even though my name was on the list, they told me I wasn't I don't look like I'm supposed to be here. Um, I could have took that and just like gave up, but I didn't. And now I'm now I'm like one of the spokespersons for the company. <laughs> it's all business, bro. I don't take none of that shit fucking personal, bro. Like, yeah, sure. It sucks. But like you can't. The thing is, like that person might have been a bad person it doesn't necessarily mean the company was a bad 
company um people slip through the cracks evil shit slips and that's why i say the truth is in the middle and so what i mean is like yeah there are certain stop gaps that stop people from being great people be stomping on your next society but then also you also have to focus more on what's good for you right a lot of times we'd be getting in our own way by being victims and shit like that um so like i agree with you it is a you problem but then also you can't underestimate they're like yo inflation is like a thing gas prices are through the roof like people are like really going through shit um but i do think people focus a little too much on what they don't have i guess that's what i'm trying to get in i, I feel like i've been struggling to articulate myself this entire podcast um I, I feel like a lot of people are way too glass half empty when you need to change your perspective to glass half full like you can acknowledge you're taking l's but also acknowledge you got a roof over your head it could be a whole lot worse like or all right i didn't get this done but i did get this done it's too much of oh i can't do this just tearing yourself down um the way you speak to yourself is important so i often think the truth is in the middle um i acknowledge that there are certain problems problems that i've encountered and i have endured but i'm glad that i didn't give up um and you know in the meantime when you start to get up and do better you try to you know lift people up and help people where you can um you know try to infiltrate on the back end and try to help people where you can uh, but I, I, I don't just blame all my problems on the fucking government, nor do I say that things can't get better. Uh, what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, don't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> except for rate the shit five stars. Uh, I'm tired, y'all. Could y'all tell? I'm tired. Uh, next question comes from A-May. <laughs> man's name is Lily A-May. What do you feel gives an album or a song longevity? Is it how it's made? Blah, 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 blah. Creativity, the vibe. Uh, for me personally, I think this so good music or art as a whole is subjective. Uh, like you can watch this video and like you might think that this is a good video or a good podcast. Somebody else might listen to it and it's like the worst thing they've ever heard. Art is all subjective. Um, so for me, from my perspective, what makes a good album or song is the way that it makes you feel. Um, a good album will remind you of something um like you ever been in love like love songs hit way different when you actually in love i'm, I'm not gonna lie like it, it just be lyrics beforehand and then or, or like um i remember during one breakup that drake song jaded just hit different like two girlfriends ago fucking uh i remember that drake jaded song was like one of my favorite fucking songs and but the thing is like that song wouldn't have hit me if i wasn't in the my, right mind frame and that's actually why i've been struggling to write a review for um kendrick's new album um i'm stuck on what i want to say i don't know what to say uh because i don't think i'm in the right mind frame to appreciate the album as much uh i damn for sure know i don't like it as much as damn or the pimple butterfly or good kid mad city um but it's also not a bad album either like it's, it's okay but you do have to be in a certain kind of mood but yeah music good music affects your mood like an example and this is probably a terrible one but a funny one i guess like i remember i remember when chingy's album first came out um i know exactly where i was i was standing on the bus stop with my cd player listening to right there because of the way that it made me feel i like the way you do that right there like a good song like <laughs> fat joe's lean back <laughs> lean that takes me back to the summer a good that's why they call certain songs summer anthems because when you hear it like years later it reminds you of summer 98 or some shit like that to me that's the that's the sign of good music the way it makes you feel um and I, I mean, like, I mean, another example is like older songs like Marvin Gaye. Whenever sexual healing comes on, that shit makes you feel fucking good, bro. Uh, that's the sign of good music, the way it makes you feel, in my opinion. I think 
it's it's not necessarily about the lyrics but it's, it's a combination of everything sonically the lyrics the the cadence all that bullshit um next question comes from is kawabunga and he says could multiverses have a bigger roster than smash ultimate the answer is yes because i'm pretty sure wb uh warner bros owns more properties than, than nintendo i'm pretty sure i don't don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure warner bros is one of the oldest uh studios in hollywood uh between them and like paramount um so I answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> will it? I don't know. Uh, Brandon asks, were there any games or consoles you missed out on playing growing up that you wished up, that you wished that you had? I received an Xbox as a kid, so I missed out on playing games like Budokai or the GameCube games. Okay, okay, okay. We got all this shit like Google. Let me look this stuff up. Yeah, so I missed out on the whole PS3 era. Uh, I was an Xbox 360 kid. I was in high school when the Xbox 360 and the PS3 were deep in the trenches of the console war. Uh, and because I was in high school, I had a job bagging groceries, but I didn't make enough money to like buy another console. So I just kind of stuck with my 360. Uh, also, I love the 362. It was a great console, one of my favorites. Um, so I, I, just, I didn't like the interface of the PS3, so I wasn't like super gung-ho about getting one. If I really wanted to save, I could have got one. But yeah, I missed out on that whole PS3 era of like exclusive games. Let me see. Uh, best exclusives. 40 of the best exclusives for the PS3. Wait, nope. I don't want to look at that. Let's just search best PS3 exclusives. Let's see what games I missed out on. Let's move the camera over here. God damn, now my fucking internet don't want to work. I got fucking gigabit. Fuck LA internet, bro. There we go. Um, see, well, The Last of Us, I did play. I did play The Last of Us. So I ended up getting a PS3 at the tail end of the PS3 era. It was like the last year because at that point I had already moved out of my parents' house. I had some money saved up. I actually regret buying it because I literally the only game I remember playing on it was The Last of Us. But I missed out on Metal Gear Solid 4. Didn't really care about a little bit playing The Puppeteer. What the fuck is that? I missed out on Demon's Souls. Um... I missed out on all the infamous games. The only infamous I got to play was um, Second Son on the PS4. Uh, never played Kill Zone. I missed out on all the PS3 Ratchets. I only played Ratchet on PS2. Um, and then I played Ratchet on the PS5. I played a handful of them. Um, oh, wait, no. I play, and I played one of the Ratchet games that was on PS4, too. Yeah, those are only Ratchets we play with. We don't play with them on the real life. Um, Fat Princess, I, I heard that game was good. I missed out on that. We don't care about One Piece. I did get to play. I did get to play God of War Ascension. I remember playing that one later in its life. Uh, but yeah, I missed out on a lot of Gran Turismo. I don't care about that shit. I missed out on a lot of exclusives on the PS3 uh, because I just couldn't afford it when I was in high school. I was bagging groceries. Um, but I mean, looking at this game list, I don't really feel too compelled like I missed anything too crazy other than maybe like Infamous. As much as I love Ratchet and Clank, I'm not going to lie. One of the reasons why I kind of skipped around on the Ratchet and Clank franchise is because you played one. You kind of played them all. I'm not going to lie. Um, at a certain point, you're just playing it for the story. So like, I don't really care that I missed a handful of Ratchet and Clanks. Uh, fucking Ratchet and Clank is almost like the platforming version of uh, Dynasty Warriors. Like you kind of know what you're getting, you know? Uh, I missed out on Heavenly Sword, but like, it's not a lot of games I feel like I missed out on. Uh, I feel like during the, the 360 PS3 era, uh, the 360 had better exclusives maybe not as many but they had better and to me quality is better like the, the number of hours i spent on gears of war one two and three. Oh my god uh so yeah i missed out on that whole ps3 era oh i missed out on the dreamcast era too 
best Dreamcast games. Dreamcast games. I ended up did I did end up getting a Dreamcast eventually, but this was after they stopped making them. This was like three, four, five years after they stopped making them. Um, because I got it for cheap at like a garage sale or something like that. I just saw I was like, oh shit. I was, you know, you know the crazy part is I was pleasantly surprised how good the um it looks like it sucks. But the, the Dreamcast controller feels good in the hand. I remember it feeling good in the hand. Um, I remember I loved Soul Calibur. Still love it to this day. My favorite fighting game of all time. Um, loved Marvel vs. Capcom. Sonic Adventures, of course. Power Stone. But, um, oh yeah, and then Jet Set, <laughs> Jet Set Radio. But I missed out on Shinmu. I didn't get to play Fantasy Stars. That was the first, on fun fact, that was the first online um, MMO on console, Fantasy Star. Um, didn't get to play Gradia Space Channel. There's a bunch of games I, I missed out on um, for the goddamn. My fucking phone keeps going off. Goddamn, shut, shut up. There's a lot of games that I missed off. Oh, Sonic Adventure 2. I didn't get to play that on GameCube. I mean, I got to play it on GameCube. I, I played Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast. I played Adventure 2 on the GameCube. I played Adventure 2 first. Fun fact. Then I went back and played Adventure. I got that shit on GameCube. Garu Mao, Marco Wolves. I did not play this. I did not. This is an underrated fighting game. I did not play this on the Dreamcast. Uh, I didn't even know this was on the Dreamcast. I played it on the Xbox 360. It came to the uh, 360 arcade and it was on sale for like five bucks. And there was a point in my life where like I was like super just about spending money. Uh, like basically, so when I when I bagged groceries, right, you would go there. I would go there on the weekend. I would work Friday and Saturday after school when, when school was out uh, and we got paid in tips. And like my goal was always to make like 100 bucks for a day. So I would make enough. I would work enough hours to where I would make 100 bucks. Sometimes that would take four hours. Sometimes that would take eight hours. It depends on how the people were tipping that day. Sometimes they were really generous, especially around Christmas time. It was really easy. My goal was always get like 100 bucks and then I would leave. <laughs> and then I would go straight to GameStop down the street <laughs> and I would buy shit. Um, and one of the games that I bought, this was digital though, was Garu Mao. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. It just looked cool. It was on the Xbox Arcade for $5. I said, I'm about to spend it. Got that out of that. I bought that shit. I love that shit, bro. They had a black Ryu in that shit, bro. I love that fucking game. Bro. very underrated um but yeah dreamcast and the um ps3 errors i kind of missed out on those i wasn't heavy deep into them ps2 i was heavy into gamecube i was heavy into but i couldn't afford everything i was a kid uh, my parents weren't rich uh so you know i had to make it do what it do i had to make it do what it do i didn't think it was a big deal that i didn't get to play a lot of those games as a kid until i started working for g4 like and some of the people like try to make fun of me it was one stream where um what was it gerard and sessler they were talking about portal 2 um and then they asked me what i thought about it i said i didn't get to play portal 2 so then they moved on they didn't care but then like some people in the chat like half the chat started going crazy um that i didn't play you haven't played portal 2 one of the greatest games of all time um and isn't that a when wasn't that a or portal wasn't that a fucking pc game i whatever whatever platform it was on i didn't have it bro i did not fucking have it whenever it had came out uh, and like I tried to explain it. I was like, bro, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was like, you're not going to fucking roast me. I was like, my family was poor. We couldn't afford the fucking platform it was on. And we're not going to buy a PC just to get a, get a copy or whatever. Get a copy of fucking Portal. I know eventually it did come to the 360 or whatever, or like the orange box or whatever. But originally, I was like, bro, like social economic classes is a thing. Jesus fucking Christ. Some of you nerds need to get a grip. We can't all spend our money on skins uh and amrith sleeping streams uh so yeah those are some of the games um julian asks how is your fitness journey going uh i'm not gonna lie man uh like i said one of the reasons why i stopped hokage thoughts was because like my schedule was all over the place i didn't have a definitive schedule up until like a few months ago 
Uh, so now that I kind of set in place and I know what days I'm free, usually Thursdays and Fridays are lighter days for me. And then I have the weekend off But Monday to Wednesday. My shit is stacked. Um, so once I've figured out that, like, I just have some meetings usually on Thursday and Fridays, I can work around and record. Uh, what was I going with that? Oh, because my schedule is so hectic. I'm not gonna lie. Like, what was it like February and March were really bad months for me. I was eating bad. Uh, and it was because like I was doing so many game reviews, bro. We were doing so many. It's different when you play games and you review them at your own pace, uh, on your own channel. That's a lot of work, but then it's different when you have deadlines, bro. And now I have deadlines now that I'm considered a part of, I don't know if you can call me a gaming journalist. I don't know. Uh, but, um, so yeah, I was kind of like stressed out, a lot of stress eating, but, um, in the last month I've gotten things a lot better. Uh, like, so I picked up like bad habits, but like. One of the bad habits I picked up, too, since I had got to L.A. is I stopped moving. The thing about my body is I put on I'm definitely an endomorph. Look up the three body types. I put on muscle really easily, but I also put on fat really easy. And the thing about being an endomorph is because you put on fat uh, muscle so easily, you're like, I'm naturally just very strong. You become addicted to like lifting weights because it's fun. It, it's easy. Like what's hard for some people to like put on that muscle and that strength. It comes very easy to me. I'm not going to lie. Um, like, yeah, I breathe hard, but like the strength is here. And like, like, I feel like I'm working out, but the strength is there. What doesn't come easy to me is the cardio side of things. Like, like I said, I put on fat much easier too. Um, and when I got to LA, I stopped doing, when I was in Florida, I was doing more cardio with a, with a side of weightlifting. Uh, I started doing more lifting with a side of cardio. Um, and because of that, it was making me a lot hungry. And then I started eating bad. I was getting stressed out from all the videos I was putting out every fucking week. Um, and I kind of fell off the wagon, but like, and then the jeans started getting a little tight and i was like oh no we're not going back fuck that uh so like basically i'm saying i'm human like shit happens you have your highs and your lows uh in the last maybe like three weeks though like i've really gotten back on my cardio shit one of the things that um so i've, I've switched my workouts back to where and i'm eating better too um i switched my workouts back to where i'm just focusing more on movement and less weightlifting. i weight lift maybe once twice a week i mostly just do cardio um because that's what for my body type there's no one suit fits, one size fits all for everybody for my body type that's what i have to focus on moving more because i live such a sedentary lifestyle where i'm working at the computer uh one of the things that i had to give up when i moved from florida to here was my uh my weight vest it was too heavy it was also beat up too so i didn't really care so i left my 40 pound weight vest behind that um so i recently just bought a new one it's actually right there uh, i bought a new one off of amazon it, I had a 40 pound vest in Florida. I bought a 60 pound one. I've only had that thing for a week and I've, oh my God, bro. Like my waist is already snapping back. Like this time it's much easier. Cause like funny enough, uh, like I'm, I'm a much stronger runner, uh, than when I was in Florida. Like I just wasn't eating the best, but like I, I've been working out the entire time. I just wasn't eating the best. Like I've gotten my mile down to like seven, something in seven minutes and some change, which is the, like, it might not be fast to you, but that's like the fastest I've ever ran a mile. The, like in high school, I would run a mile like eight minutes or whatever. That wasn't fat. Uh, that was fast for me. But before, after like high school, when I was in my twenties and shit, I'd run a mile between like nine, 10 minutes. I've gotten it down to like seven minutes. Like uh, I'm running it like, um, an eight miles per hour, like on the treadmill or whatever. So like, I'm, I'm faster. My lungs are stronger than ever. I just wasn't eating the best. Uh, but like I bought that damn weighted vest, bro. It's 60 pounds. You feel that shit. It's 20 pounds heavier than the one I had before. And oh my God, do you feel that? Like yesterday, um, Yesterday, all I did was set the timer on my phone to 30 minutes and I walked my staircase. My building is six flights of stairs and there are big stairs, too. I just walk up and down the stairs for 30 minutes, bro, in the morning and like 
sweating like a motherfucker, bro, because you're tricking your body into thinking that you're heavier than what you are. So you use more energy, builds muscle, does cardio. Like, so I'm getting back to that. That's that's how I've managed to stay in shape. Like walking is very underrated. Uh, I was doing a lot of weightlifting. So I'm, now I'm just doing more walking and running uh, with a side of weightlifting with, with, with my weighted vest on, as well as like um, doing more... Um, uh, not that. That's like a damn fish or something. Uh, what's that shit called? Uh, planks. Weighted planks. I wear the vest to do planks, push-ups, stuff like that. Just getting back to... I'm getting back to the basics, baby. And and like I'm already seeing results. So, like, give me a month. I'll be fine. Um, so, yeah. I'm all right. Uh, last but not least comes from GMB. He says, hey, just got a promotion recently, and I'm getting closer to a six-figure salary. I want to know, what did you do to help manage your first $100,000 a year once you got there? um shout out to you man for you know upgrading the life uh the biggest thing that i would say is a lot of times and this is where a lot of people fuck up this is why a lot of people go broke people think because you make more money you need to increase your lifestyle so the best piece of advice i can give you is just because you got to upgrade and pay does not mean you need to upgrade your life so like i make more money than i ever have right but i still live like an average person i still have a budget of like three to five thousand a month I pay my rent, you know, for food, like shit like that. But like, I keep it real basic. And then like, you know, you keep your money in, an, in another bank account and you tap into it when you like really need it. If you want to take a vacation or if you need to like, the main thing is don't feel the need to, because you're making more money. Don't feel the need to make big purchases all the fucking time. Don't think that money can come and Cause here's the thing. People think that money's going to come and come. They spend it as fast as they get it because they think it's going to keep coming in. Not realize you can get laid off at any point, especially because this recession is coming. So don't increase your lifestyle. Whatever you're doing right now, stay to like that. And every once in a while, if you want to treat yourself, go for it. That's what I say. Every few months, if you want to treat yourself, go for it. But like, don't treat yourself every fucking week. That's that's where a lot of people like. I remember I seen some YouTuber. God bless him. I love him. But like, dude, was, like dude was talking about how he was going broke because he has like ten thousand dollars in bills. I'm like, what the fuck are you spending your money on, dude? Oh, you know, my rent six thousand. This cost that. This called that. I'm like, bro, why do you need to live in that house? Like people get caught up in feeling like they need, and he was renting it on top of that. People get caught up in feeling like they need to live in a mansion or drive this super nice car, bro. If you got a Honda, stick to that shit, bro. Like, um, I have a Tesla right now. That is the second. I'm 31. That is the second car I've ever owned. And and and, and you know what the crazy part is? Like, my parents and my friends had to talk me into getting something nice. Uh, before that, the only car I've ever owned was a Honda. I had a Honda, bro. It got me. From, I don't give a fuck about cars. I'm gonna be honest. It gets me from point A to B. Uh, honestly, the only reason I got a Tesla is because my parents were like, yo, you make all this money. You don't treat your, you need to treat yourself. I was like, you know what? Fine. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna get something. I'm gonna get a nice car, but then I'm gonna get something that actually speaks to me. Like I'm, a, I'm like a nerd. That's another reason I got a Tesla because I like it's a big ass computer. Got a big ass tablet in the middle and shit like that. So, you know, treat yourself every once in a while, but don't get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses, as my parents like to say, which is basically going broke, trying to look rich, uh, still live within your means, remain humble, have humility, uh, and you'll be fine uh and you'll be fine uh this has been looks like another long podcast i did not expect that man we're going crazy on these fucking podcasts hopefully you guys enjoyed it uh that's all i got on my notes so if you enjoyed the show be sure to leave a like on the video version at youtube.com slash hokage thoughts if you're listening to the audio version whether it's spotify or apple please rate the show five stars um hopefully you guys enjoyed the show if you did share it hit the like button all that bullshit um and i will see you guys on the next episode of Hokage Thoughts.